It's a Daily Talk Show episode 273. It's nice to have someone smarter than us. Well, it's not hard, actually. We've always got Mr. 97 here, so he's smarter than us. We've got someone smarter than Mr. 97. Dr. Kim Lamb. Welcome. Our, first, our, our second doctor. What is it? Is a prefix? Is that what it's called? It's a prefix. Okay. No. It's a pro- I don't know. I See, actually don't know smart. what a prefix means. A prefix, I think, is the thing that, you know, you can select Lord, Doctor. I thought a prefix is like uh, re or sub or like that little word in front mm. of a whole uh, word. You're smarter than us. That's probably We've got correct. Google in front of us. Oh, yeah. exactly. that could, that's true. We could look it up. We do. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. That's okay. You're our second guest while filming. Is that correct? No, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah we've had Christian, we had Christian Hull. Yeah. And that's, that's it. Mm. So no you w- pressure. You w- would have actually been our first guest had we sort of um, had you last week on that really, really hot day. Yes, the day I bailed. I'm glad you did because it was 40-something degrees in here yeah. and it was we were sweating. Today is nice. So who did you interview on that day? Um, Josh and I. Yeah, no, oh, we, did, we didn't have to worry about it. Yeah, it was good. But so the doctor bit, that's because you studied veterinary. What do you, what do you study um, when you're a vet? Well, my degree's official name is... Uh, Bachelor of Science in Veterinary Biology and Bachelor of Veterinary Medicine and Surgery. It's just Bachelor of Vet Science, but Arul. just that Murdoch University version of it gave it lots of letters. And so does it, being a vet, are they all surgeons? Yes. Okay. Yep. I, well, I but not a, all specialists. I was on the phone for 55 minutes trying to get car insurance yesterday. It took literally to get the policy. I'm not there to try to, you know, kick the tyres. Literally just want to sign up. 55 minutes from the first from the time they called the end of it. And one of their questions was, um, what do you go by? And they're like, um, sir, doctor. I was like, what if I just say doctor? Is you that can. how you get away with it? Can I get away with it? You could, but then they'll look at your ID and all that and just waste more it time. Are you legit have on the license <laughs> to say doctor? Uh, not my driver's license. Uh. On something that's there. I on my library card. Yeah. <laughs> library card. That <laughs> seemed perfect. I could forge a library card pretty easily. So you can you be who you want to be in the world today. Yeah, yeah true. And Nothing's s- true. And <laughs> it's very true. It's not true. Um, I, love, yeah, I love you, Amy. It is true. Even <laughs> my wife. <laughs> but the – so – did you know that you wanted to be a vet? Because now you're doing oh, illustrations and yes, stuff. Yes. You've got this whole I think it's many little girls' dreams uh-huh. growing up to be a vet one yeah. day. I think in Grey's Anatomy, the main actress even said every little girl's dream to be a vet. Like it, it's a thing. Yeah. So I followed that mainstream dream. <laughs> so I think um, I actually said I wanted to be an artist yeah. or a musician first before I wanted to be a, before I realized vet was out there mm. and it was conditioned in me that it was prestigious and stable and secure mm. by society and my parents. And then I thought vet's the best thing to do. So Well you yeah. did go to a school where you told us that is like you need to get into that yeah, school. Yes, so I went to a selective school, government school. Mac Robertson Girls High School, and um, <laughs> it's got a reputation. If you know, if are you there know any it. famous people like who's sort of what's the um, alumni? That's not even a thing that follow, we say at school. I don't follow. It's, you're so not a part of the newsletter or anything. No. I'd love to. Like my school, I felt like wasn't like a like a what do they call it? Low socioeconomic school. So we had great camera equipment. Yep. Because obviously they're like they were investing into it, so it was great. We had like new IMAX and stuff, but the problem. Yeah, I don't feel like we've necessarily um, well, I have organized alumni enough from my primary school, which is um, St Dominic's yeah. Primary School in Broadmeadows, and a famous alumni there is Eddie Maguire. Ah. Really? Yeah. Was that a big thing when you were there? Was Eddie already popping? 
Uh, yes. So <laughs> he was a reference point. Oh, really? Yeah, people told us that's where Eddie Maguire went to at primary school. Because it was Broadmeadow. It's a low socioeconomic uh, area. Yeah. And um, on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, I remember him. Uh, like he had a contestant who had this magic trick of knowing every single Malway number. The Malway being yeah, those like old maps that mm-hmm. had all of Metro Melbourne on it. I moved to Sydney. I still thought it was called Melways, and then I realised that it's Melbourne Ways, Sydways, yes. yes. Brisway. The, it's it's not the same. I was still thinking Sydney was Melways. Yeah, yeah. So the contestant <laughs> knew every <laughs> suburb's Melway number, index number. Wow. And because um, so he said, "What's Broad Meadows?" Because he knew it was number six. So when and she he, said he number six, he could confirm <laughs> that she knew. And yeah. have you ever done the go back to school thing and give a speech? Uh, not at primary school, but at high school, yes. Yeah. yeah. What was the experience like? Were you triggered? Oh, you I was. Because I saw lots of faces looking back at me that looked just like me not too long mm. ago. So. Yeah. What is that yeah. sad? Is that like... <laughs> they <laughs> were no. Asian faces. Well, it's <laughs> like I don't know what, what my life is going to look like down well, just the, the path. just that poignancy of how the, the naivety yeah. was very vivid and the hope yeah. and the uncertainty in their eyes, but then also that they, I don't know, they were very YOLO and like they didn't take everything too seriously, yeah. but at the same time they were very anxious because they had exams on and, yeah, that was a, that was a stressful place. <laughs> do, yeah. you, do you remember how long you spoke for? Uh, probably only 20 minutes. Yeah, because I was asked to speak at my old school. It was like a graduation. It was like a awards night and they didn't give me any limit. And so, I, <laughs> and so that's that's probably number one move if you ever hire Josh. Yeah, limit. always set a limit. And so I spoke for unless four you want value, then don't set a limit. Yeah. How did you know when to stop? Well, you, I don't. <laughs> and so, you were told to well, stop. no, it was when I like Please ran stop. out of things to say, sort of thing. And so it went for 40 minutes, and um, it was effort. only meant to be 15 or whatever. Did you have a theme or anything? Uh, no, I just remember it was sort of like you can do it too. And my last slide, Tommy and I always laugh at this. It's just horrendous and sort of uh, inappropriate and I wouldn't do it nowadays. But uh, that year I had – so it would have been – it wasn't even that long ago. This is like 2011 I did this. But I would just been to um, Thailand and I rode on an elephant, which I probably wouldn't do mm. now. And so the last photo was me on an elephant and I was like, like this is what I've been able to do in a year. Like mm. I've travelled the world. And you can do this you too. You could do this too. <laughs> it was so awkward. It was and a I, motivational speech. Yeah, and I had one crazy parent mum come after me. That was amazing. Like don't worry about what everyone else says. That was so energising. I was like, what do you mean? What is everyone else saying? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then it was, you know, yeah. working out, the, you know, the fact that maybe I'd spoken too long. But Whose fault that was? I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. I would never be asked back to my school. I don't even know if they would remember who I am. No, like definitely. Kinda, yeah, yeah, maybe, but for the wrong reason. Well, if yeah. they knew what you did now, I'm sure they'd ask you back. Yeah, I'm fucking flying now, <laughs> aren't I? Look at me Look now. At you. Got your own podcast. Your <laughs> Got own my own podcast, guys, <laughs> this is, yeah. in my own studio. Sucked in. Sucked you turned in, that guys. into a confident, functional human being. That's yeah. an achievement. I, I was pro- like You're always confident. <laughs> The you saying like looking at these kids with this naivety that they yeah. have, it's like I think it serves us f- for a period of time, and then life can either taint all the sort of you start experiencing life, and then it's it goes away. But it's so great for a period of time to get you to make yeah the moves. But or you mean are you saying naivety goes away? Because I feel oh, still very to naive. some degree. I think like naivety about like I look at it how I'm doing, and I see it with like. Um, young 
people making videos and I just see all their shortcomings because I've done all of that. Uh, but they're still positive about getting through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just like, I could, now with my knowledge, it's it, it sort of slows you down. And so I'm in this battle of like, how do I still be the cowboy? How do I still mm. ride the horse? But also... But you're be so triggered. You've fallen off the horse so many times. So yeah. you know every... You've fallen off at every single stage. Yeah. So then it becomes less fun because you... Like, that's what I was wondering mm. is... I feel like I've got anxiety based on things that have happened or whatever where I'm like, oh, it's going to happen again. When you get like older, I wonder if I'm going to get like 50. You mellow out. Do you reckon you just stop caring? I think a lot of people mellow out because yeah. you have less energy to care. <laughs> yeah. And you've just been through it so many times. You might get desensitised or you just know the patterns. And so how, but long, not everyone. how long did it take you to do your vet thing? Uh, five years. Five years. And was that whole time where you like – did you start to – question that path or you're on board uh i was pretty on board uh it was so intense i feel like i didn't have any time to second guess it Mm -hmm. so it was it was like the timetable was just very dense and Mm. it was physically and emotionally and mentally demanding i think i just had that short-term goal of getting through it and passing and not really thinking beyond that do they is it like uh do people specialize in the native and like you do you specialize in something you can eventually uh, not during the degree uh-huh. but afterwards you can do a master's in conservation uh-huh. or get more experience in um, like reptiles yeah do you know much about reptiles <laughs> i know a bit about reptiles but okay. i had a blue tongue lizard i, I wouldn't uh, ask me specific questions chil- i had a children's python it died what's that, a children's oh. python yeah they called the, yeah they called children's python how did it die well we, i picked Essentially, the runt of the litter. It was the coolest looking one, but it was also the most timid. And then my brother got the other one, which was just pretty, you know, up and about. And then the the, the one died, and they just said, "Look, it's it was like, yeah, the runt of the litter it just died." So mysterious reasons, because you don't well, die no, because I, you're a runt. Well, there's we went away. Else. So we went away. <laughs> we went away and didn't <laughs> and feed my it. Brother, there's my a real eldest, reason. My eldest brother was looking after it, but it just stopped eating. So what do you do? Like you got a little python. It got sick then. It must yeah. have been sick. Got the flu. Couldn't handle it. Died. Oh. Do you get many? But it was in the same enclosure. So there was two snakes. Like one died, one didn't. Yeah, it might have had some internal medical issue. I mean, we're not willing to invest in the snake. We paid 380 bucks for it anyway. Mm. So there's a bit of money spent. Do you have animal insurance for your I do. Cat? I do. Okay. Have it, like Because people get crazy. But like I saw a guy who <laughs> was doing these YouTube videos and he started doing heaps of sponsored content and people were criticising like, man, you've sold out. And then he came out and said, like, hey, like, my dog's got cancer and he was doing it all, which is, like, a very Ooh. good reason to be doing sponsored content. Yeah. But, um, like, is that a uh, – like, the, the cost involved, is that the same in Australia? Like, you know how they talk the about – The cost of pet like insurance? The, yeah, well, not pet insurance, but if something goes wrong. You know, like in the US, something goes wrong. Like, if you break a leg or something, I feel like you can get, like, a million-dollar bill or some shit. For humans? Yeah. Mm. Is, is, like uh, – Vet bills are – I think the reputation for vet bills is that they're really expensive because there's no Medicare and a lot of people don't have insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's – so you you don't get anyone helping you pay that gap. Yeah, sure. But um, vets don't make much money either because their oh, overheads really? are really high. Yes, I will dispel that myth here. Oh, vets really? I assume anyone money. with a doctor in front of their name no. is a, a baller. I mean, no. I've, I've just got the gripe with dentists, tr- really. They're the yeah. ones who charge a shitload. 
and you don't get rebate. Yeah, this is this is so, sort of a rant episode oh, as well. Is this all your doctors, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's why, I, that's why I'm here. And they so, do such a good job. I know they do a great job. You need them. Yeah, we so, need them. And my they need to get they paid nurse. well so they can do the job well. Yeah, mm. but are they? I, I feel like they're the ones that probably make quite a bit of cash. Yeah, their business models um, effective and yeah. fair and good. So, but vets them. aren't. What's the no. what's the um, overheads of a vet? Um, so imagine you're running a whole hospital, like mm-hmm. Royal Melbourne Hospital, yeah. but a miniature version of that. Okay. So the size of this studio, but it's got uh-huh. ev- almost everything that a hospital has. So it's got x-ray, dental, dental x-ray machine, a normal mm. x-ray machine. It's got a whole drug dispensary. Um, it's got a sur- surgery in it, consultation rooms, a lo- um, Pathology room, like, like taking blood and shit. Yeah, everything. The, the reason it's I know about this clinic. this Kim is because I've watched enough action films where they break into a, a vet clinic. Oh, for and the horse. Like they've got the vet, and then he's this. been shot, and then like I need you to stitch me up. I'm a vet. Yeah, do it. What is How that? How many action what films? No, I've seen a lot. There? No, but which one? Seven. You've seen, haven't you, mate? I've only seen the, Walking Dead no, with well. Herschel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of them. That's one of my oh, okay. references. That's <laughs> one. One more, and I'll be happy. Hamish Blake was in a movie. Is it the New Zealand one? Oh, no, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that was at my ex-vet clinic. Interesting. So if I got shot right now, you could... And we were I in could a vet do something. Clinic. You could save my life? <laughs> do something. Call could, an ambulance. I could reduce your risk of dying, but I might not save Amazing. your life. You could probably give me some painkillers too. So and I'd probably get sued afterwards for not saving <laughs> your life. <laughs> so, <laughs> so did you... No, they get it hard, the vets. Look, <laughs> just trying to save people. Did I you ever have a worse. vet... Cli- did you have a clinic? No, no. no. So how far along did you get before... Um, um, I was an em- employee. Mm-hmm. So I think if you want to be more lucrative as a vet, you specialise or you open a clinic or you mm. work with government. Mm-hmm. So what does a government need? Um, All the roosters like in bloody vets, government. Woof, woof. Like Aquis, the people who do quarantining, help with quarantine. Ah. So prevent diseases from entering yeah. Australia. What's the most interesting animal that you've ever dealt with? Hmm. Axolotl. What is uh, that? Axolotl. Axolotl. Remember when Pets Paradise used to exist? Axolotl. Back when there were pets, pet stores in oh, shopping yes, centres? Yes. And sometimes you'd see those um, willowy, ghostly-looking lizard-like yep. things yes. and they didn't have yes, scales yes. but they were in the water or out yeah. of the water and they yeah, were often albino, yeah. seaweed gills. Looks like a fresh like fresh um, mouse. A mouse? Like a, looks like had a tail. It had a tail, but like the pinky. It looked like pretty the, historic, right? Like mm. part of an evolution diagram. It, it looks like something from the bottom of the ocean. Where does that even come from? How do they go, let's make this a pet? Yeah, what is the prerequisite Prob- to being a pet? Probably aesthetically and out of novelty, just looking at that sort of creature, mm. people thought, money. Yeah. <laughs> so and chimps, are you against having chimps as pets? Uh, p- yes, Okay. And so what I is the It's illegal in a lot of countries. Yeah. But uh, like, I don't know why you need to have a chimp as a pet. Well, what well, do you, you need to money, have a dog need a as a pet? Exotic reasons. Yeah, but is there like, what do you think the reason is to get a pet? Like, a lot of people get a pet because it's like the first step before having a kid. Yeah, um, I think there's heaps of reasons. So for a lot of people, like, it might be that it's convention to get one, mm-hmm. and they're influenced by convention, what everyone else is doing. It might be because deep down they're a child within who always had a dream to have mm. a companion dog and a yeah. best mate. Um, often it's companionship and love and just having love to give and wanting to um, look after something. Mm. It's a power thing. And <laughs> <laughs> it's a power thing. Maybe I do want a power. Oh, th- they're lifesavers um, though. dogs. M- my so brother has, has benefited so much from having a, a dog. Yeah, some, some dogs are assistant dogs. So mm. they help with people who are about to have seizures or 
they can tell when your blood sugar is going high or low. Is it true that some of them can sniff out cancer? I've heard. I heard yes. that. Yes, that's yeah. f- that's crazy. I don't know how you train one to do that, but yeah, it's. it's I wonder uh, if I could get a diet dog. Anytime I went to eat some sugar, it would fucking bite me. <laughs> could you imagine? I'm sure you can train train yeah. that. We, yeah. we give it food. So how do you, how do you train? Like how do I? It just wants the food from me, Josh. Well, so oh, that's mine. Well, so we're house sitting at the moment. We're looking after a dog, and um, Bree and I rarely cook. And we cooked on this occasion. We did like a lamb, and there was a bone. It was like a decent sized bone, so I gave it to Archie the dog. Was it a cooked bone or a raw bone? Yeah, it was cooked. And we so do that. I know, well, this is why I think <laughs> I discovered because I gave it to Smarter him. Smarter than I think. Yesterday I, I said that. the same yeah. thing. So yeah. I gave it to Archie outside and he was loving it. And then I hear and he swallowed the whole thing. Like I imagined like the way that bones work is it's like they bite they, they bite go all the meat. And they turn get, into powder. Yeah, mm. they get all the No, well, I just thought that they would uh, I would walk away. I'm like, ah, oh, the bone's there, and I'd go put it in the bin <laughs> or bury yeah. it. But he ate the whole thing. It's I think a golden, golden, what retriever? It, golden, yeah, golden retriever or Labrador. I don't know the difference. So can you just give us the rundown of the next 24 hours? From yeah, here, what's yeah, from, from, from the it? bone. Like oh, most most I'm sure most dogs get given cooked and uncooked bones and do absolutely fine. It's just mm. the ones that don't do fine make what us could happen not to do it. It could become a foreign body, so it what can get mean? lodged somewhere in. The tube oh no. system of the guts. So it could still be. It so could it could cause be constipation. Okay. Break a tooth. To be honest, if he was constipated for the next week and a half <laughs> while we're not there, oh, sorry, while we're there, that would that could be. The, yeah, but constipation isn't always just no poo. Doesn't equal zero poo. Sometimes a it equals poo. a build up of diarrhea, uh, and then ex- an explosion. Mate, okay. I've, got a, I've got a two-year-old. You should see backed up. Comes out like yeah, a rock. Constipation is not a, a good thing. It's a stream. You yeah. don't want constipation, do you? No way. And plus, it's uncomfortable. So, dogs are pretty resilient, though. They can they survive a lot of stuff. I had um, two uh, whippets growing up. Uh, what are Anger, whippets? Uh, whippets. Uh, small greyhound. Yeah, small greyhound, <laughs> slightly bigger than a miniature. Uh, what are the small ones? Greyhound. Telling greyhound. There's like, it's interesting, like, there's a little family. Telling greyhound, whippet. Greyhound. There's a poodle version of that family too. Really? Mini- toy poodle, miniature poodle, standard are those, poodle. Are they cousins? What are they? Just like, how, do, mm. how does that work? Well, all dogs are the same species. Yeah, so see, that's they're weird. Related. I guess there's humans and there's but races. But not all birds are the same species. They're all different species. All right, ah, you just fucking blow wait, my so head. Wait, so the species open? Uh, so I not This is, this is where that. we fall apart as a show. <laughs> and, but I want to hear the about species. your so, so story. Um, Angus was around when I was... Uh, a young teen experimenting with um, herbs of such nature. And herbs. Herbs. It was doing oh, okay. marijuana. And so what we did was we cooked up this butter where we just got like leaves from a plant and sort of like soaked them in it, boiled the butter for an hour, poured it in, made these cookies. I got them to a point where they tasted pretty good except for the fact that my dog got into them and he ate like three or four mm. of these, which you'd be in trouble as a human Eating three or four. And those are lean dogs, so it doesn't take much. And so I'm freaking out. Mum and dad are gone, aren't there. And I'm like, oh, no, what do we do? I called the local vet. They're like, you need to put salt down its um, – like Soda crystals? Yeah, down its throat to have it spewing out. Was the out. vet really far away? Uh, no, he, just, he was, in, just, he was right. just in the same suburb. <laughs> Couldn't be bothered coming <laughs> over. But he's like, yeah, he should be fine. And so the dog was so stoned. He was walking down the hallway, bumping into the, the walls, oh. and he didn't die. And so that's what it's like. They so you saved a life. Do you reckon what doing that, putting the salt down its throat, having... Yeah, yeah, you can get salt toxicity. If it was soda <laughs> crystals, 
that makes you vomit. Yeah. But I'm surp- Did you have soda crystals at home? Because I give that advice we over the phone and I, I don't know anyone who has soda crystals. Well, mum had them. <laughs> so <laughs> what do you use soda crystals for? I yeah, uh, I don't even know what they're for. I, I thought they were for like um, cleaning, putting in the bath, like when you've got sore muscles. Tommy's mum's a yogi. Maybe, maybe I gave him Epsom salts. <laughs> <laughs> I was young <laughs> and but I was dumb. But, but was you gave something that made I gave something. vomit. And he yeah. was like, but he, he was st- affected from it. Have you ever seen an a animal come into the clinic? Well, beyond that. Like dead? actually in a bad way. No, no. not dead, but just taken an something. A, a, yeah, it's a more really lethal common. Substance. Dogs eat stuff. That's why you get pet insurance. <laughs> but like, <laughs> That's a good yeah. ad. But like, what? What is there been a, a more severe, like a more intense mm. drug that you've seen one take? Um, I can't remember. I really, I'm going completely blank because I feel like they eat absolutely can eat absolutely everything. Yeah, I had, had like a French bulldog come in. Uh, at least six times in the first half of the year just for eating lush soap. Ah, <laughs> the same but one? Yep, but that's like all organic. Time. I mean, I learned from the first cookie incident, <laughs> don't leave the cookies in a place you can eat them. Don't yeah, move your lush accidents. soap. These are accidents and yes. people are busy yeah. and tired. So, yeah. What should yeah. I do when the dog – so I've been going to the park and every time I go there's food at the park and the dog eats it. Yep. So it's been – once was hot <laughs> chips and oh. it was in the cor- – Is the dog on a lead? No. Well, being on a lead would help. Yeah, but they's, I wanted, like, he's inside all day, so I just want oh, him to okay. sort of, like, roam around. Well, that, Is that that's irresponsible? Training. You would need to train him to do that. Is it safe for me? Cause it's I don't when it's not your own dog, too. Yeah, because like, yeah. I don't know if I can sort of grab him in those moments. So Bree keeps saying, like, why does every time you take Archie out, he's eating something? Because yes. we thought he was bleeding because it was all, like, oh, no. red all over the floor. And then we smelt it. It was... Um, Tomato sauce from the chips <laughs> that was dripping off his like mouth. Like stunt. Yeah. And so what's the – is it mango? Like in those situations where he's eating something, I worry that some psychopath has put something in the mango, like his over dogs mm. being around the area. I've it's heard about people, like guys putting ticks on grounds for no, – into um, steak, like poison to steak, throwing it over fences. Yeah, you hear stories like Did that. Did you ever most, encounter it though? Mm, most people aren't that nasty. Yeah. But people always suspect that they're – their neighbour might have that vendetta <laughs> yeah. against them. Dog's it, not possible. feeling bad. Brian's poisoned yeah, him. Yeah, ah, I knew it. <laughs> but um, the only way to stop, like some dogs who would take so much training to stop yeah. them doing that because they're just froth over yeah. food. Mm. Um, but you have to reward him for not going for the food and going to you instead. Okay. So you, you should carry some food. treats. Okay. So a better alternative mm. to the rubbish food. Okay. What, is the, what is the okay human food that dogs can eat? Because I've been giving him, he's got this habit of eating shapes. Eating it for nutrition or accident? (laughs) No, no. So he eats this. He's got a habit of eating almond shapes. No, four shapes. He gets four shapes before his dog food. As in the owner. That's why does he get four shapes? Because that's that's what he gets. Habit. So yeah, he sits down and I'm like, throw it up, and he eats it, and he gets four. Oh, so it's to entertain the human. Is that what that is? Yeah. <laughs> so the dog sh- doesn't are it shapes? Yeah, but the dog loves it. The dog like w- is waiting specifically for the shapes. Because he's been trained to expect yeah. the shapes. Okay. But he doesn't, he doesn't like the shapes. He probably loves it, but he's <laughs> been trained to – he enjoys it. It's like giving you a lolly before you brush your teeth. Or the yeah. dentist like, giving so you a lollipop yeah, after. You, you expect it doctor. and you love but it. If, but if he jo- enjoys it – <laughs> like, isn't that, isn't but that he will thing? enjoy his dinner anyway. My son yeah, would enjoy ice doesn't. cream. I just don't give it to him. But do yes. you think? But <laughs> have we love it no, every day? The thing is, have we screwed him up now? Like now that because well, he's a big dog, right? Yeah. Yep. 
I'm sure you haven't screwed him. Yeah, for I'm life. just trying to work out: did the owners do the shape thing, yes. and then they told you to do the shape? Yeah, thing? Yeah, they leave. But I don't. I don't know the owners' reasons for doing that. I think it's because Archie loves it. So I think. Th- yeah, but I understand. Or he was I think it makes the owners happy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it's so a little fun. thing that they. Is, is and it makes the dog happy too, but he doesn't need it from yeah. my professional opinion. <laughs> okay, great. I'll take it. It's a, it's a smart one. Is this the hardest you've sort of had to pull back on memories from your past as a as a vet? Um, no, not really. Like or people quiz you all the time. People, yeah, people love talking about animals and their pets. Yeah, God, I guess it's like if you're at a party and you say, you know, what you're doing now, and then you say, I was a vet. Like, I got a few dog questions. A lot of parties I've been going to, not even parties, gatherings where there's more than two people. Um, it's that sounds like people, a party to me. <laughs> people don't this ask is a what party you right now for Josh. Yeah. People don't ask you what you do anymore because oh. jobs are getting really vague. So you end up talking about uh, other common things. So there's insecurities yeah. in them if they're not. I'm not sure why, or just the type nah, of people, people I'm don't do out it. With. It's I just th- not as interesting what you do. I think mm. that no, I think that there is a whole movement in you aren't your job. You are not your job. Which yeah. is which That's where t- we're 24 minutes in and all we've spoken about <laughs> is animals. <laughs> is but the, um, <laughs> and the next thing we've got is that the we want to talk about your illustrations. Well, I th- do you <laughs> think you aren't your job? Your job takes up a majority of your time. So I guess there's a. There's some, you know, nurturing things from you, like a caring for something yeah. outside of yourself. I think it does it describe. But what do you do? Like, I think that the alternative now is like people say, you know, what are you passionate about? Mm. Or like, uh, what gets you up in the morning? Which sort of, that's why I don't go to parties because that the idea of answering <laughs> banter. It, it sounds like I don't a... I believe in passion. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I know. Passion is, I was actually reading... Um, is it uh, the guy who uh, did Dilbert? What do you think of him? Scott Adams. Scott Adams. Uh, I think he's a genius yes. and I'm very scared of him. Yeah, squir- uh, quirky, real quirky. Squirky. Squirky, real <laughs> squirky. No, but I'm only like 10 pages in. I actually have a segment on this show called, uh, what was it called, 20 pages in? Yeah. When I start talking about a book because normally I only get to 20 pages. So. Oh, yes, you have you uh, had that issue of yeah. not finishing books. Exactly. I remember that. So uh, t- 20 pages in. Not enough what I know, so what, <laughs> what I know about Scott Adams. You make the font really small so you could fit a whole book into first 20 pages. Uh, man, well, this feels idea. quite uh, edged. That's why I liked about deep work. I was looking at it yesterday, just, just like marvelling. Marvelling? Is that the right word? Yeah. Marvelling over the fact that I finished mm. this book. Like, because I've, I've underlined it. That's quite a spaced it. out book, right? It's it double is. spaced. It's well padded. It's huge. And that's what I was thinking. Read. I'm like, this could have actually been a little pocket I'm just book. imagining the smirk on the kids that grew up with Harry Potter and read every one of them right now, watching yeah. just like... I only got 40... <laughs> actually, I can remember it. I got 40 pages into Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Is that the first one, Mr. 97? The re- it you is. should know. So I'd only well, read it, one chapter... Yeah, I, really? I'm saving it for retirement because <laughs> I don't think it's worth this segment of did, my life. Did you I've seen the movies, yeah, guys? Yeah, seen the movies. I can tell you about them. Did you <laughs> s- have you seen Star Wars? <laughs> yes. I haven't. So nah, that's one of those ones where it's like... But thing. I don't know about Star Wars. I've just come You've along for it. the ride but okay. I don't really understand what's You don't enter yeah. into the Star Wars no, sort of... I'm not a fan. Thing. And so when did you realise that when you were doing the vet stuff that you liked... The reason, you know, the vet stuff, I keep, I keep, uh, I, str- I struggle with uh, the word veterinarian. And I remember specifically, mum used to always pick up on things that I would say wrong. I think one of them was, I would say, the vet. I think she would say, oh, they, the profession isn't, they're not a vet. You go to a vet, they're well, a veterinarian. Vet. Okay, great. Yeah, oh, mum? times, yeah, times exactly. have changed. Your mum might have been that. right back then. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. But the other Language one was... Language is getting lazier. Adv- I used to, um, I s- would say advertisement. 
And she would say it's advertisement. I say advertisement. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like tomatoes, tomatoes. And I don't think we actually measured 98 point what was your inter score? The whole world will know. <laughs> uh, 98.25, yeah. which Solid. is average at my school. I was yeah. so happy with it. I mean, 46 but was average was at my average school. 98.25 <laughs> more than me. So, um, yeah. yeah, so inter score <laughs> is like Tommy but you and I. You clearly don't need a score. I know, but I like that, that, that I would love to have a score. I have moments. I can score you. Okay, great. <laughs> Afterwards. <laughs> we can do it out of 100 or something. An oh, so that would be horrendous. You said you went to a school where I guess when you're at a high IQ or what the hell did you say? Oh, you said an exam and they make sure that you're at a certain ability mm. level. What are they asking in the exam? Uh, I recall it being three. Was it three parts? So there's an essay writing part. I think there's like a I'm general done. English reading comprehension mm-hmm. part and there's maths. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying those kids that you're looking at and sort of the naivety in the path that they're on, it's and you said sort of the the you said you wanted to be an artist, but then you went into vet, which is a yep. much more tried and tested yep. career path. Yep. But you've done the full circle. You've gone the vet, so you've done the tried and tested. Yeah. And well, then what happened with out. vet was um, I achieved the dream that I set out to achieve. So I was working at my dream clinic, which I love. And you saved an axolotl. That was your yes. dream. <laughs> well, you can even remember the name. Uh, what, uh, what was the dream clinic? What was, was that mean to It was just a gold event? standard clinic with lovely people. They, um, they practiced at the highest standards, really, really cared about the animals and the clients. Um, they, they just didn't, do any, uh, didn't cut corners and mm. a lot of clinics can. How would you so, cut a corner? Uh, so, say during an anaesthetic, you might be too busy to write and r- record down the heart rate or the mm. respiratory rate, like not not writing proper records. That's a corner cutting thing, mm. um, or maybe handling the animals a bit too efficiently rather than taking your time, which is less uh, stressful. Sure. So, yeah. Um, yeah, there's heaps of the anaesthetist, or however you say it, like, do they have them in vets, or do you do that yourself? You can specialize. You can be a vet who specializes in anaesthesia. Are they ballers? Because, you know, like normally you always meet someone who's like, oh, my God, like have you seen Becky and John? Like they're always on holidays and they've got six BMWs. It's like, yeah, he's an anaesthetist. Well, they, they earn more, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure they, they work really hard. Okay, sure. They, yeah. Well, so, all we see is them coming so just <laughs> – Yeah. I feel, like, jab. I feel like the anaesthetist <laughs> – the last time I'm saying it yeah. – is the kind of person who she would probably have uh, Bitcoin – Get right, <laughs> it, right into Bitcoin. So you say they're, they're not the most educated investors? No, no, I'm saying that they've I just got... I don't know how we've connected vet and anaesthetists <laughs> with Bitcoin. No, well, I just feel People like... People with lots of money spending it on dumb stuff. No, well, no, well, no one of my, uh, one of, uh, my clients uh, who I love, he's a uh, neurosurgeon and he gets into crypto. Like he was like, that's what... But like, anyone can get into crypto. It attracts lots of odd personalities. Yeah. But it feels like there's something in... I felt that that was sort of a... Str- I wasn't expecting him to be... Like he was interested in tech and doing all that stuff. I'm like, where's yeah. that come from? It's like, oh, like he's got like disposable income that he's wanting to... Or they're just complex, multidimensional human beings yeah, who have multiple interests. I like that too. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you've, you've, you're an artist now. I'm an illustrator. Yep. Which is that an, you call yourself an artist? Uh, I could, but I feel like artist is more fine artist. Mm. So someone who a painter. Yeah, traditional mediums or a little bit more avant-garde than what I do. Yeah. So um What does but avant-garde mean? Like edgy ahead of the time. Okay. Well, either way you're yeah. more artistic than I am when it comes to I- illustrating illustrations. I I was just going um, looking through your website. 
a danger old land. website. Is that your old website? Yeah. Are you updating? It's it? always old. <laughs> it's, it's always yeah. old. dynamic. <laughs> Need to CMS. Yeah. What, what, what does danger danger land mean? Um, it's not that interesting of a story, but I think um, early days when I was dating Jason, we were just going for a walk along the park. So this is a really uh, faint, wispy memory. Connecting and the dots just quickly, Jason Fox was on episode 101. Good so memory. Go back. Good. It's not my memory. It's searching in Google, Jason Fox, The Daily Talk Show. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I, you, ha- you did not search on Google just then. It came yeah, no, right out of your head. Yeah. 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 But oh, yeah. he's literally, that's the only thing he's been focusing on the whole was, I, I yeah. saw his mi- lips the whole thing. <laughs> oh, he's been waiting one, to one, say one, it. I actually could hear it in the headphones. So he got it out. I'm glad that we wasted all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just walking along. I'm pretty sure it was outdoors under a tree, walking along a park pathway and then I broke into song and um, instead of, there was a Danger Mouse song that I can't remember anymore, Danger Mouse the cartoon. Yeah. And I made a Danger Lamb version of that just in that moment. And all we remember is that that song was epic and so cool <laughs> and should be a famous jingle that I get royalties for. <laughs> we don't remember what it sounds like at all, but that's where Danger Lamb comes And so from. then you're like, I need to get the Instagram. And Instagram the didn't exist back then. Yeah, sure. So what was the next? Because I'm obsessed with domain names. I'm actually starting to let a lot lapse. Does anyone oh, want nowexplored.com? It's about to lapse. Not bad oh. for a travel. We should just try and sell some of these online. How many do you have now? Uh, oh, it's slowly diminishing. But I've got like lots of – sometimes I get the, the – I got one called uh, Plain Face, which we mentioned on the show. But the idea Aeroplane was – Yeah, P-L-A-N-E-F-A-C-E. I think I had to get the .co. I don't think the .com was available. Which is more expensive. But I had the Instagram plane face and the idea was that it was a face mask for being on the plane, specifically designed for the plane. Oh, yes. Yep. But anyway, so I'm not doing it. Do Great those. idea. Yeah, and I just felt it like been was, executed. I thought the but thing it's was... It's up for sale if you want. But what I could imagine, the reason I got it was because of the whole sort of social influencer movement. People want to say that they're... On going on holidays, we yeah. need an excuse to post that we're on a plane, and it's not good enough now to post the photo. Well, of it's the not wing. for those masks that you wear. Yeah, no, so it's yeah, it is. So that you keep your skin hydrated. I mm. mean, that, exactly. That's what it is. But the way that we get people in is they they're going to buy it because then they can take their photo <laughs> of them with their plane face on. You're such a visionary for these ideas. You see the potential. Mm. That I had a whole PR see. strategy. The way that I was going to get, <laughs> the way that I was going to get on the news. <laughs> was I was going to um, actually I was never going to do this, but I was. I thought that covering your face could be a security issue, and so if I could create a story around that, if where you could get arrested. Well, yeah, it was either like the extreme version is having the plane f- face on, and then going up to the toilet near the cockpit, but just sort of flailing a little bit to the point where they sort of put you down, like sort of uh, potentially arrest, arrest you. you. So and you then, wanted to create some controversy. Yeah. Some controversy to be like, or it wouldn't even have to be that extreme. Just get them to say, sir, can you take the mask off? And have and your then, iPhone out. Exactly. Mode. So I would be like filming the whole thing and then in the news it would be like uh, a man was taken off a plane, Virgin Australia has had to come out to say, can you wear plane face on the But on the what plane? if they don't use your lingo? Yeah, that's the well. I would so obviously. I would have, man has been face. apprehended looking suspicious at the cockpit area. Yeah, that's but all it got sold in. <laughs> yeah, as. but then I'd have to. I'd run ads probably against. 
But would that be negative PR? <laughs> no, because the thing is, Virgin Australia is going to come out and say, absolutely, we have no problem with the masking. What we had issue with was the guy was screaming. <laughs> so will your face be anonymous? Yeah, well, because the thing is that I'm wearing the plain face. It's the perfect disguise. <laughs> we'll definitely hire an extra for it at least. Yeah, absolutely. Fair, Let's get Mr. 97. Fair. Yeah, Mr. 97. Hey, ever been to Sydney? Want to go? Keep keep that domain. So I was on your site and, <laughs> okay. I, and I was, there was an area – um, where you've just got a whole bunch of your illustrations and a little sentence about, I, I'm oh, yes. assuming, what, what you were thinking around. It was a small pleasures project that I did a while back, um, 100 days of illustrations around a small pleasure. Yeah. So What I love is, like, I could take it. They're so relatable. These are the four that I've pulled up. You can't see them right now, but I'll just pick one and we can sort of talk about them because it's so these are very relatable to a lot of people i think is that how you approach uh i tried to make it as personal and esoteric as possible to me hoping that that would have a like byproduct of being relatable but first of all that it was really specific to me because if it's specific to me and i assume i'm not special then it will be specific to other people who feel like they're really special for relating so this one you've um (laughs) just got someone wandering through a park and then they've found a marble on the ground and you've written keeping. It says finders keepers, especially lost marbles. I found a marble only last week at the park. I was playing with my son. I'm like, that's mine. And I was just remembering as a kid, marbles were so big. Yeah. It was They're the, a currency for kids. Yeah. It was huge. The peewee 50s. The, yeah. um, the ball bearing sort of ones. The galaxies. The one? like it's real it's also a reference of, to losing your marbles. Ah, Have you I lost see. your marbles? How much... Actually, so that's... (laughs) (laughs) I've lost my mum. No, but I'm thinking about like when you... I I look at a painting, right? And I could come up with sort of what it could mean. And you always hear what the artist has interpreted. And I wonder, and I've always wondered, is is that post... Is that a post thought? So the the creation happens and you're illustrating, you have just an intention or a thought and you get it out. And then you start making sense of why you did that post like um i think everyone's different like sometimes you set out to draw something or make make something and it turns into something different Mm. sometimes you've got a really specific aim or vision or feeling or objective in mind and then you do whatever it takes to get to that Mm. specific thing you had so everyone's really different i think with art there's no generalization i've definitely watched edits of mine and i'm just like that's (laughs) that's what that means (laughs) i I didn't even think that i'm like i see where i've connected that there but I haven't the done The genius it of your subconscious. Yeah. You were in flow. Yeah, maybe that is. Maybe that's my art form. I guess it is my art form. Maybe you're, I think we're artists. You yeah, are I'm an artist. My marbles. You're a podcast artist. <laughs> yeah. Podcastartist.com. That's amazing. It's definitely available. <laughs> Just port. Pod, podcast. Podcastist. It's not good. Um, <laughs> and, so, and the 100 days, was that a specific, I need to do something? It's How a hashtag um, Instagram project thing it was um started by ala luna from the states mm-hmm. lovely lady and um Australia? it was a uh, artist artist she wrote the <laughs> intersection between <laughs> should and must which is a great book i recommend so what was it called sorry the intersection between should and must okay and mm-hmm. it's illustrative Yes, got words and images and okay. paintings. So it uh, it was hashtag 100 day or hashtag the 100 day project. So I thousands ha- of people around the world participated. I had the domain name 100dayproject.com. No, no way. And I had the – Because it's really popular The now. fucking thing is I've still got the Twitter of it, I'm pretty sure. Domain lapsed. But the I let the domain lapse and that's an example of that actually would have been – 
Yeah. One hundred yeah. day project. You're I on it before. I'm sure people will want to sell packages around one hundred day projects. Well, that's what was you so an- capitalized. Isn't that so annoying <laughs> that I like? See the this one domain the, name that I let. This way you can't let domain names go. Yeah. Well, how much time per week do you spend managing your domain names and well, just handles, th- social media handles? Uh, not much anymore because I've retired from social media, so it's a lot easier. But <laughs> I don't know. I just want to make sure that this is right because yeah, I think check, check that. Just so just one of your other right ones now. I loved was um, so, uh, the character. Is this you? Yeah, I just I'll show it's you. It's autobiographical. The, hopefully the camera can see that my dirty screen. But so there's you having a sneak peek into a book and you've written sneak peeks at the last page of a book. Yes. I have done that and read the last page because I couldn't hold on. And yeah. Josh is a book man. Hang on, I've got something for you, Josh. I've only just become a book man. You're this was downstairs, Josh. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> I love book packages. I've just given uh, Josh a uh, have you package heard of, with a book. Have you heard ordered. of um, uh, world books, uh, worldofbooks.com? No. It, is that your domain? No, 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 it's not. But fuck, just quickly, 100dayproject.com. you still got it? No. But I had it. And so, so I've got someone the GoDaddy. Got it now. Yeah, someone's got it now. And so I've got the GoDaddy. You can always ask for it back. No, I don't. Because in the, the form of money. But the idea was that like it, I could have sold it. But then if you have a look, I still have, confirm your Twitter account. This is 2010, 100-day project. Should I give it to, if someone wants a 100-day project on Twitter. The people who have a 100-day project, project. I couldn't com. see it. Maybe, maybe it's you available again. It to them. But you know what? I had T2T. On Twitter, because I I was like you know I went to um this was before Twitter got big, and I went into T2. is it still big, Twitter yeah yeah people know if I said to mum hey do you see anything on Twitter she'd be like yeah I looked at Twitter yesterday so that's she's big. actually looking at Twitter yeah she oh, that's how she keeps up to date with my brother in the US yeah. uh, but they don't call <laughs> uh, but no the uh, what was I saying oh yeah T2 I thought this is a perfect. I thought T2 was so hipster mm. at the beginning. I was like, oh, this is like, you remember T was like a really big, like, when was it? 2007, it felt like there was a big move in Silicon Valley where everyone's like, oh, you need oolong yeah. tea. And, I and bought, if you listen to Tim oh, Ferriss, yeah, he's, yeah. oh, he's saying words Pu-air. I don't know. And it was like, that was, that was also going to be my like uh, way of losing weight. Was pu- they said if you had poo air tea, you were going to yeah. lose well, how it. How about Greta from Skinny Me Tea? She made... Twenty million bucks out of selling selling a selling a dream. detox teas. I don't know fortune. Yeah, uh, I don't know about the detoxing. Uh, so, but what I thought is, open the book and let's re- let's have a look at the last page. So we see if we can gather what the book's about. Based some on people are really purist about not doing that. Really, is yeah, this like a? It's uh, some people are really against spoilers, and it's not what the author intended, uh, etc. So you, what you're saying is you're saving us from disappointing heaps of people that we're going to read this book. Possibly. Well, I guess spoilers. It's like a or movie. Or you can read the last page without telling people which book it is. It's. This is it's quite a quirky one. Yeah, what you, so can I world, you don't have to read world this of out. books? No, it's fine. World, <laughs> you're setting me up. I'm as actually if I'm, I'm backing out of this idea or whatever that's done some elite like the anarchist cookbook or something. <laughs> um, no, the uh, world of books, used books, secondhand, and you buy them. It's great, and so that's what I like. This. So this is from World of Books. And so, what is the book? Smell. Just mm. it's just smelling. It smells it. new. Does it? Like glue. Uh, 97, can you grab the top book there, please? You're in for can a I real look, Josh? treat. Yeah. So, th- uh, smell this one. So, this one this I got yesterday. Dude on the front cover just punching I a like dart. That smell. Yeah. It's Old like. book smell. Yeah, it smells like smell uh, Nana's house or what Nana's house used to be like. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's that book. But, so this book here, this is slightly quirky. It's. Um, 
this dude who his name's Artie Lang. He was on a, a <sighs> radio show, Howard Stern radio show, and he um, got kicked off the show for he had real issues with drugs or whatever. And right now, if you look, if you search, oh, yeah. if you Google Artie Lang, so look at him there. Can you, TJ, can you tell me when the book was published? Do you know how uh, to define that? Kim uh, will show you. The front. It's book, at the front. Uh, 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 printed in the United States, America. Book design. Um, copyright 2018, 2009, Spiegel and Garou Trade Paperback Edition. So it's not that old, the book. 20, 2009, yeah. But this guy, uh, Artie Lang, has done so much coke and drugs. This his is nose is falling off. The poor yeah. dude. He's so no, he looks like he's got a fake nose. Yeah. He was... He's a comedian and Joe Rogan, they're all sort of friends and they just they were yeah. showing photos of this same thing. So anyway. Poor guy's nose bleeding in interviews. I mean, we're going pretty dark here. But yeah, this so is his book. Anyway, so this is his book. So maybe Too go Fat to, to Fish, it's called. Too Fat to Fish. <laughs> so do you want to read just the last is page? Is it sponsored? No, it's Defin- not. It's definitely, definitely not. not. I don't know if I don't I wouldn't think it would still be in print. So this autobiography? What, no. What do you reckon that is? So there's a bunch of like marks so on the side. Um, ah. words at the top that you can see on the edge okay. of the page. Yeah. It's a long. Maybe it's going to be long. Can Kim read it, please? The final. Oh, the final. Uh, the final. Well, there's the open letter from Artie. No, just read the, the very final part, part of the book. The very the last, last word. word. Okay, well, not the here whole we go. Thing. Oh, oh, the whole no, thing. Can you please? Okay. I do the, the last. Yeah, from there. Here's the la- this last is a really paragraph. Really long paragraph. That's okay. This okay. is you're the is this primed. Anxieties from school of talking in front of the group. No, it's the just group? a random book by a random dude. Okay, okay. <laughs> it could be highly offensive, and I'm <laughs> sorry in advance. And okay. Kim does not endorse this book. Can you do it in an audible style? This is your opportunity <laughs> I'll to, to do it as a uh, an audio okay. um, audio book. Go Before I sign off, I'd just like to say, if you enjoyed this book at all, if maybe you found something in these pages that gave you a chuckle or caused an eye to tear or taught you a lesson about what not to do, tell a friend about it. Don't give them your copy, please. That's a bad idea. I hope you found at least one story in here that you might want to reread. So no, don't give it away. Tell your friends, all of them, that they should buy this book. It's fine to lie to them about how good it is. The important thing is to tell them to buy it. Because lately, I'm starting to think that on the show business drug addict forgiveness meter, I'm inching closer to Jeff Conaway than Robert Downey Jr. each and every day. Well, I got to go. Take it easy. And I hope to see you all back here next book. There we Jeez. go. Is there a next book? <laughs> was, yeah, I think there probably I was. I did not relate to any of that. No, just then. Yeah, I don't. I think based on the. Thank you for expanding my world. Yeah, judging the book by its cover, I think you could probably do it in that case. It's pretty. So pretty you paid way. money for that. Did I pay money yeah. for that? Yeah, I did. I want to. I want to understand the whole showbiz yeah. thing. I want to understand yeah. like what was the. Because you guys are in showbiz. Well, it's like we. I think that we're in this new world and showbiz stuff is changing. So it's like, mm-hmm. well, what is this? What does it all mean? We were talking yesterday about the the unclear business model of being a creative, whereas it's similar from being a vet, very clear, mm. being it's an illustrator. How do you deal with that sort of uncertainty as a creator? Just take it by the day, mm-hmm. improvise. Um, there's endless tips out there on the internet at events in real life from people. There's so many books you can read on it. So um, there's no shortage of tips and methods on what you can do to improve Mm. the way you run your art business and situation. Well, it's hard because I always see it as like the business side and the creative side. We need to be flourishing in the creative side to make any sense in the business Mm. side. I mean, there's probably some companies that are just purely engineering it from a business perspective that generates cash flow from the creative that is subpar but as a creator I know that it's like unless I'm sort of fulfilled over here 
it, I don't want it to really be working over there. Otherwise, I'm really unhappy. Yeah, I guess you need to wear different hats and um, also know that like, if you're working in a non-arts-related job at the mm. same time as being in the arts, that you can be your own patron. I think I heard that somewhere from someone else. So um, you can fund your arts practice by working another job, which mm. is great. That's what I was saying to Tommy yeah. yesterday. I said maybe we just go back to Woolworths. Go, go, to, go, to, go Woolworths. to Woolworths. I've yeah, that's a there. totally respectable. It's like role. it'd be easy. Like I'm like it's actually like then it would be take out way less blurred it's lines. It's really smart. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a really wise move. Or to go, yeah. as you're thinking, we should just both go work at Woolworths and it, then do some podcasting. But the on thing the side. is, it would be like I think <laughs> you get a lot of material. Yeah, yeah true. And it's therapeutic true. as night, well. Night shift. Oh, I think there will be so shift. much fun. Don't you yeah, think? Well, I've, no, I've worked jobs and I can't handle it. I think you have to experience the two. If you're itching in a job to try and do a creative endeavour full time, I've done the two and for me, I personally can't last in just the job. My mind is going crazy. I just want to be out. So the pain of working in the job is greater than the pain of mm. what I experience as a So what could owner. be one? Like I could be a security guard. I think I would be good at that. <laughs> Well, just because of the like screens, I like the idea of um, my job is to catch people out. Like I would love yeah. to, and I'd create so many internet stories. security. You no, could I would. I could just imagine I'd be at the control room, and I like someone walks in, and I'd be focusing on the nut section of Woolworths because we know that's <laughs> yeah. sort of a, a prime target yeah, for yeah. abuse. Yeah, and so I would just be watching. I'd be like, okay, like I think that'd be so much fun. To be a security guard. Yeah. But some of them stand outside doors. Well, that, They're yeah. not all in control panel yeah. rooms. And that's the whole thing. I'd want to be in the control panel. Yeah. And well, that's probably something it's like, bro. Isn't that what Homer Simpson did? No, he worked at a – No, no, he was looking after a reactor. But he had control panels. and He definitely had control panels, but the bit that I enjoy is the – uh, security. Stalking. Bit. Yeah, the stalking, the zooming, the voyeurism. You need the to be the CCTV guy, so head office of CCTV. But most Victoria. of the time, nothing happens. Yeah, but Would I'm you cool be okay with, that. with that. I'm so like listen to this podcast. Like you can go a whole lap, <laughs> but it's like, but it's just like super super chill. I could imagine if there was a when I was a kid, I used to my my mum got so upset with me because I'd hide my I got a microphone and a amplifier like a speaker. I didn't play any instruments, but I would like just talk into it. And I got a long XLR cable, like a mic cable. This thing here. And put the mic under the couch and ran the cable all the way into my room with my speaker mm. and turned my speaker up. I could hear every conversation. And I loved <laughs> it. And so the idea of ma- and mum said, you are sick. And she found <laughs> out. She like, you are sick. And I was like. I was, sick was yeah. her description. Yeah, it was sick. It was sick. <laughs> Not like, like, that's naughty. Yeah. Was or, she, was she, or, what was she talking dirty? Or, Lynn, what yeah, were you no, doing? It's like, are you curious? Like, oh, that's very curious of you. No, that was I think it's quite smart. Yeah. I'd be like, Bodie, you're. Ingenious. You're a little weapon. Yeah, so, but um, <laughs> I get it. When you feel like your privacy is being invaded, maybe that's an instant response. And so I would actually, I wouldn't mind as a legitimate job, PI, like private investigator, or even um, the uh, like bugging things, like mm. being able to like be in a What room is it about it that you like about um, Oh, I just always. Secrets? No, no, it's the secrets. It's like what are people saying when they're not on? Like when people's, it's just, A glimpse into people's inner worlds. Yeah. I like that too. What would be your job? Like if you if you weren't an illustrator, you weren't doing any vet stuff, what would you do? And have you even – have you thought about – has there yeah, been a moment? Yeah, I, I would be a spy. 
as well. Really? Yeah, I have had this conversation before, which sounds really unoriginal because uh, Josh just said the same thing. Do you have it based on thinking this is tough and you're actually dreaming about another possibility? No, no, it's just based on like just daydreaming something compl- completely different life out that's novel. Yeah, so there's the like difference novel. we have at the conversation because it's like... Because you're bursting yeah, from I'm your done. current job. This is hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is all hard. No, I'm just doing privilege dream- daydreaming. <laughs> okay, yeah. And so what well, is... You know, we, uh, we are too. <laughs> what's, what's the appeal for you for being a spy? This is the start um, of a great business up, I feel. Well, it... I just I like being sneaky and secretive. Mm. Uh-huh. Not that I do that on a day to day, by the way. You can trust me, but just <laughs> such a sneaky. I just thing get to such say. a you just get such a rush from yeah. doing something you're not supposed to do. No one knows you're doing it, mm. um, and it's and it's helping a project as well. Yeah, so it feels like it's pro- productive. <laughs> yeah, it's productive. Yeah, intel. <laughs> and so, would it be a specific if you actually were to imagine what it looked like that job? Is it more? I like the idea of. Being in a car, having some form of form of fast food because it's like fuck, we need something quick. It just needs to be easy. I was I would say you've seen too many movies, but you actually haven't seen enough movies. No, this so is this purely. Is, it's actually just your imagination. Yeah, like uh, the idea of just being in the car, being able to have the aircon on. I think you've got a more sedentary version of these <laughs> things that I do. Like so you're more in, in, in the field. Room. Yeah. So you're more like yeah, Mr. I'd be and like Mrs. Putting Smith. bug stickers on people's ceilings, like sneaking into apartments and yeah. then getting out the window just in time. I met, a, I met the like guy. I, I told you I met yeah. the guy who was like an ex. SAS dude, yeah, like badass, and he's now a spy, like a, a private detective. So you can hire him, and he said that he was like going under cars, bugging them, going to hotel rooms behind the thing, like legit that doing everything wild. you're saying. But he also has the tactical skills to be able to disarm you if you have a gun in his face. I would yeah. love those skills like, as well. I wouldn't want to use them, but yeah. I just think disarming's um, fine. Yeah, disarming skills, weapon skills. Yeah. <laughs> Fighting skills. I feel like you both don't have any of that side of the equation. You no, could probably the, both be spies. The weapon stuff. But maybe that's our – maybe we're more likely to be – like we you're look at, like a spy. Well, oh. you're at HQ. Yeah. Well, hearing like the Kim KG would definitely. Well, we wouldn't talk about it on yeah. podcast. Well, I think you would be an intelligent <laughs> – I think you would – I think – do you know what? If it was a movie, if it was the Kim Lam movie, I think what would what would actually happen is you would be the one that wants to be sent, sent out in the jobs. Mm. I'd be James Bond and you'd yeah. be – But the thing is Mom. you're an in- intelligent <laughs> mom. I don't know any references. Remember, I haven't seen – Have you, you not seen, seen James Bond? No, I haven't. No. Yeah. That's incredible. Because because there's, there's, a the lot of, either. There, there's a lot of them. I'm worried about that. <laughs> but anyway, so the uh, I could imagine that you want to be the spy, you want to be out on the scene, but you're just the intelligence, like you, you're in that role. I'd be gathering the data. Absolutely, but um, well, that's the th- area you could play in, Josh. Is the the phone information? Like there'd be spies that are just doing it from computer. Yeah, you don't I have to go anywhere. I was watching Catfish, and there was like the older world teen. Winner or whatever, you know, like they've got world competitions. What's the one that Trump runs? Oh, Miss Universe. Miss Universe. It was like Miss Teen. It sounded really horrendous. Mm. But anyway, the winner of that, she had a guy who got her webcam on all the time or whatever, which is so like so, so, so bad and was starting to – um. What's it called when you like say, hey, I got this information? Extorting. Extorting. You've, Kim, you've got a little oh. thing on your... I was going to ask about... Oh, yeah, I've got a panda sticker on my... Camera. Camera. Self-facing camera on my yeah. iPad. And I just realised just right now that the book I referenced, I think I read out the wrong title. 
I think it's the crossway between should and must, not intersection. Oh, that's okay. Something between should and must. Facebook have just created these little things and sent them out to a whole Stickers? bunch of agencies. Yeah, they're a sticker that has a little door. So you can go... <gasps> ah, yes, like a hardware sort yeah, of thing. So I would love that because mm. I collect stickers. Well, it's an actual functional... It's a real functional sticker. Is it, you've you can already use got any sticker though. You've already got the Daily Talk Show, don't you? you this is a transparent one. sticker. Yes. So it wouldn't yes. That one. Oh, no, that no. one. Yeah, but the Facebook yes, one is... Okay. So you can... It's not like how many times I've had to rip off and it's been dirty. It's adhesive on it. I just ended up leaving it off and um, I don't do anything naughty anymore. I mean, not that I was doing anything naughty before. That sounded bad. (laughs) I wasn't doing anything naughty to hide myself from. I'm in a corner. I've lost my marbles. We're just uh, not saying anything yeah, when you talk. That's that's why I that's why I enjoy yeah. the the iPad. When you started illustrating, like, do you get into um stationery and stuff? Like yes. Big, yeah. You mean digital stationery? No. Well, so what does that even mean? because uh, you can draw on the tablet on this amazing app called Wait, Procreate. And when you say digital stationery, do you mean like you can Got buy pens? <gasps> Do you buy these brushes? You can make your own brushes, yep. That's crazy. You can have a brush that's your face. So as you do paint strokes, it's just just paint strokes of your face repeating itself. Have you done that? I've created one just to see how to use it. Very self-obsessed for a person that (laughs) (laughs) that's all I paint with, my face. But you could create something quite cool with that. But what was the transition from analogue to doing this? Oh, I still do analogue. I'm doing both all the time. Mm. Um, No transition because the pencil, which I don't have here, the Apple pencil, has so little friction that it feels like using a normal, a normal Mm. pen or pencil or paintbrush. It's instant. You know the black? Is it Blackwing? Yes. The Blackwing pencil. Blackwing Palominos. Yeah. So, oh, that's cool. Could you draw me? Like, are you? You know how there's like, remember, Mister? Can you um, make me a brush, (laughs) Mister Squiggle? I can do a brush out of your face. Oh, yeah, or do you take good. a photo first? Yeah, you take a photo. But there's a panda sticker there. so I'm oh, always so impressed by the people. And it's probably the, the ones that I shouldn't be that impressed by. Those people when you're on holidays in Europe and you see them just like charging 100 euros to do a character tour of someone's face. Yeah. I mean, the Yeah, those people are here in Melbourne as well. Really? Really? Yeah, Where? In the I city. I don't go out enough. <laughs> yeah, I've on ne- Swanston Street. I mean, I've never paid At one. Queen Vic Markets Interesting. as well. It's a funny thing to do as a local. Could you imagine being in your hometown? And I did it as a local. <laughs> really? Yes. Maybe we could. We should get it done for During the show. During high school. We should, yeah, could you, you guys have good faces for caricatures. What too. does that mean? Is that an insult or a compliment? Ca- charismatic faces. You've, you've complimented you? me. <laughs> I hold on to compliments. Uh, Dr. Jason Fox, he came into the office the other day, said I was looking uh, fit. Which was nice, and you've which actually means he was judging you. Yeah, exactly. Which I'm fine with, as long as <laughs> okay. it's all positive. Um, uh, but you're complimenting my nose. You said that. Yes, I you have a good profile. Yeah, and you have the opposite nose to. Well, you have a nose that is good for wearing glasses mm-hmm. because your your glasses will not slip off your nose bridge because you've got enough verticality in it. You see, like the I've thought about this because my glasses fall off all the time because I don't have a western nose. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, the glasses range in Australia and in general, um, the nose pads aren't built for faces like mine. So there's so many. um, I feel like every optometrist that I've been to has been Asian. So I would assume, but they just don't make. They just don't make them for them because your your glasses bridge is resting on the skin of your nose bridge it's touching sure. so do you have to have a certain type <laughs> of but i'm constantly doing this still do you have to wear certain glasses then 
Uh, I wear the best glasses I can find. Uh, but when I went to Japan, these nose pad bits were way longer. They look like antennae because there's there's so much more space it needs to fill between. Mm. Yeah. Antennae right. is two antennas. Yeah. Okay. Or yep, more yep. than one. Two. I don't wear glasses. Is there? A, do you, you do you <laughs> think that yeah, I've got great eyesight? Let's be honest. Um, do you guys want like not want to wear them? Is there like I? I don't you, mind the look of them, but. Um, they are inconvenient because I have to switch between these and Sunny's. Well, I mean, Josh has just eradicated ever I'm not taking them, them off. Now, so. Yeah. So can you? What can you see? Um, I can, can see, see within <laughs> a meter circumference around me. And then it goes blurry. And then it's. I can see 97's silhouette. Yeah, great. Good. I really and appreciate that you're remembering. I, your face. I really. I was like, drop the mister just straight to 97. Uh, I like it a lot. He's loving it too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at him. It's, it's got it's got cuts. Going shy. Yeah, we've got to compliment 97. What about his nose profile? Turn around. Go to your side. Oh, I can't. Uh, I can only see. That's the, a nice. The he's, got a good, he's got a good profile. Yeah. yeah. I mean, have I got a Western nose? You do. You do. Uh-huh. I think um, some major glasses company even said. For for Asian profiles or something, and I don't know how I feel about that. They sure. had a glasses range, as in that that is. Um, you know, what's wrong with it? Do you think? There's nothing wrong with it. It's just they should just have it anyway without saying it's for Asians. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. so that's the same th- theory of like when people say, "Oh, I got like a skin coloured thing," and it's like, "What? Which colour? That mm. that type of thing? You know, th- you know that? Oh. Like when I was a kid, like a pinky colour you'd call skin colour." But super oh, fucking yes. racist, really, yes. because it's like it's this assumed What's thing that it's like this is skin color. Everything else is fucked, or something. <laughs> Not that yeah. extreme, obviously. Yeah, well, yeah, Zoe yeah. Foster Blake had this exact thing happen oh, to her yeah. with the tan. She created one color. She saw it as which a tint, was, was a one tint. Sorry, yep. that, that's. I think this is where they went. Mm. Oh, she's created one color. No, I created one tint. And as a small business, it's like. How many tints can you actually go and create? How much yeah. money would that be? Mm. Yeah. And she and she got heaps of yeah. Heaps that's pounded. complex she because that's also a deliberate decision. Like, it's not black and white racist or not, but it's just that it is a deliberate decision to serve a specific market, market. Yeah. of the majority. Yeah. And it when you're making that decision subconsciously, you are deciding not to do things that serve another market. Mm. So I think people who have minority colors or tastes or sizes um do feel left out a lot like after a while we get tired you're like we want our color or our size clothes Mm. so and so what's it what responsibility do you think businesses have to service minority groups oh that's a hard question i I feel like you're the only one that can answer (laughs) it so because we can't i think i'm just over here with a western nose (laughs) i think if they're not serving a diverse (laughs) market they need to have a stance on it on on why or if they're if they're trying to change and i think it's fine for small businesses to to get to choose who they're serving could you say like because the ipad's not ideal for someone without hands so you could (laughs) say like but you can use your nose on the ipad Okay, sure. Even an Asian style, <laughs> non-Western. <laughs> There's non-Western. a designer that has RSI. Um, I think her profile went viral and she uses her nose. She made a touchpad for I her nose. Literally, Did I you kn- see that? No, but oh, I use it all the time. to the thing. I, I use my phone. Like say if, I'm, if I've got like a drink. Do you do this too, TJ? <laughs> yeah, so if I need to get to like uh, Instagram. <laughs> I don't I know anyone that. who I've does that. that. I just actually like the challenge. It's more just like, can I actually? What do other this? appendage? Can I, can I get into this? <laughs> That's message? the only one I need. It's like it's got like good, like it's sort of. I don't know. But I, then I, does your eyesight go funny? Because you no, because I'm in? literally like just. I will um, 
double up on the compliments that you've been getting about your nose, Josh. I think it is probably the greatest nose to be doing what you're you're wanting to do. Yeah, it's got, it's got, got a sort good of point to it. Yeah, but the problem it's is got a double point. Double the point. Sun. Yeah. I have a bit <laughs> of sun it's damage. Cartilage division. Sun damage on my nose. I feel like is. It's I've healed got a, well. Do you think? Uh, I saw you. I will <laughs> say it was a scab <laughs> last time you saw it. I've always had. I've more so sunglasses because it's sort of you don't see the eyes. But I've always felt like looking. Even in the mirror, I've stood there for a little while looking at myself, and I get to this point where I. It looks like my nose is fake. It looks like my nose is being held on. Because it's too perfect. No, not because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's a Western nose. <laughs> no, but I just, the way that it's lo- it just looks like a, f- it's. You know, Why like, does it look fake? I don't know. I just. Because it's sort of like, it almost sits out. It looks it? like it's connected to the sunglasses. Oh, because of these bits. Yeah, so for there, it looks like it's just been. Looks like an incognito on. mask. Yes. Yeah. Like it looks a spy like I've got a wear. fake nose on. And it, it, I just, next time you're wearing sunglasses, just. Spend a few minutes in the mirror. I didn't notice that when I first saw your face with sunglasses. You didn't think I had a fake nose? No. That nah, that's, I'm a bit weird. It looked real. <laughs> what do you yeah. reckon? It's definitely real. Uh, yeah, it's a real nose. You can get a fake nose. Um, oh, this is a horror story doco that I saw when I was a kid of um, people who have had really unfortunate, I think probably cancers or something's mm. happened to them so that they've had to have bits of their face removed surgically because it had disease in it. So there was this old man who had his ear, his nose, cheekbone, chin, like a lot of his um, upper teeth had mm. to be removed. And he and he showed what his face looked like without all these things and it was saggy and not held together. But then he had this amazing prosthetic set, this kit of his face that would be magnets that would just click into his face because he was old That's anyway. Sick. You couldn't really see where it joined. And then he looked completely healthy and normal once all of his facial features were clicked on. Like Mr. <laughs> Mr. Potato. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would yeah, literally say to that guy, mate, it looks like your nose is fake. It's amazing. Have you seen with glasses on? I'd say something like that but in front you could, of you could have like But I was just so impressed that 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 could be made for someone yeah. so they can keep living their lives. That's what I like wonder. Normal. Like even um, I, I wonder about like core strength. I'm banking on not doing Pilates with the idea that in the next 10 years there's going to be something that's going to fucking look after that for me. No quick fix, mate. No, but just like I was listening to a guy who's um, an anti-aging expert mm. and he said half of the medications that we've got that we're tri- testing require exertion as well. So it's like it's actually – I'm not talking medication. Assisted with – Exercise. I'm talking. So you like need to. There's a no full brace with like legs, so that you actually. The one risk is that we all become these soft, no muscle because you don't have to use any because you just. It's like in sense? the Wall-E movie, but you wouldn't have. Seen I haven't that. seen it. No. It's like saying the pill. I'd rather take if you could take a pill to lose weight or something. Be healthy, would you? But it's like the benefits from our reality that come from exercise mm. are still there, and so. It's good. Like the physical exertion is good. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it would make life really boring if you could just have a solution to everything with a pill or a button. Yeah, what or an would app. we do? Have you ever? Uh, what's the uh, ADD drug that people get right into? Ritalin. Ritalin. Have you ever tried Not right into? No, I haven't. Because that's like a thi- that is a thing. Like academic. Like if you need oh, to, to focus to, to focus. I've never oh. worked on anything important enough that requires me to. <laughs> But nor maybe have the people that take these things, they just think that they need to take them. Well, big hours of like studying and stuff. What was your hacks for like getting oh, through studying? Really bad. This is why I don't drink coffee. Um, I had Nescafe, but heaps and heaps of mm. it teaspooned into a mug and sugar, the same amount. Really? To get through an all-nighter and Red Bull. So I can't drink coffee. 
anymore. You do CrossFit now, or what do you? What sort no, of? No, I just go to the gym. Go to the gym. Okay, <laughs> yeah. great. Was that has that come later in life, or were you always a um, gym goer? No, I've never been that physically active because mm. um, the job was already active. But I think two years ago, Jason and I joined a gym that made us pay just a bit more than we were comfortable. So we actually go. <laughs> really? Yes. I, I think love that's that now. The, the F45 model. Yeah. Just yeah. like they yeah. take you pay, pay through the up. nose, but then you're committed yeah. to it. And we hate the, the concept of having to pay to to go but it yeah. actually nothing else works i see i need to get better at that like I've, i'm fine with having a lot of domain name subscriptions and not utilizing them so it's the trick isn't working for me at the moment well i've always because i used to work in gyms when people would complain about the cost if the if the cost is why you go then that's keeping the accountability mm. or if mm. driving to the gym is the only way you'll get there yeah. and, and you, you get value from it too yeah yeah and so what is so a day then? This is like not an ad for F45. No, well, you don't do F45 though, do you? No, I don't. No. And so the, your, your day now, like what, is, what does that look like? Do you have – I want to get to a point where I have a strict routine. I just don't have it. What, do you have I a routine? I love a routine as well. Um, do we know so anyone with a strict routine? Mm, you have Did one. Did he just I think you've <laughs> said – what did you say? She said Tim Ferriss. Tim Ferriss. Tim Ferriss. No, no. No, he just experiments with different routines. Yeah. He? Yeah. I just uh, like selling the routine. I don't know what your routine is. But like I, I feel like I'm finding little things that are working for me. Waking up at the same time. Yeah. Because your word for the year is consistent, right? Mm. And I have been. Gym every second day regardless. It's amazing. Went last night, got home at 8.30. Mine was – what was mine? Uh, consumption uh, – Consumption? Uh, like considered consumption yeah, or something? It's Two words. I'm glad you almost remember his na- <laughs> word. Then yeah. I mean, you remembered mine. Uh, no, what was it? Positive con- – no. Considered? No. It was considered consumption. No, it wasn't, wasn't considered. It? it was something like it because you thought that no. I was talking about my rubbish, my waste. It was consumption uh, is yeah. It's not yeah. considered. It's very similar to considered. Anyway, boring. But I've um, I haven't been that great at the consumption. Like just uh, ad Ferrero shares last night, which wasn't very considered. Oh, chocolate's <laughs> your nemesis, isn't it? A hundred percent is my nemesis. It's like the thing that it's not even. It's any type of chocolate. Dark or that's so what me is and cheese, even singles, craft singles. The, that's the same great. with me. It's up there with the most expensive cheese. We had the vintage, we had the vintage slice cheese that we're eating so much of, like you could just eat it as yeah. a folded up. And I would like, oh shit, I accidentally got four mm. slices. Mm. It wouldn't, wouldn't that's worry. unfortunate. <laughs> no, that no, was yeah. perfect. What's your, so what is your routine? What do you do? Um, okay, I try not to set an alarm, but. Obviously, I do. So, I like to get eight hours of sleep. Have a kid. Have a kid. World. You don't need to set an alarm. It's great. <laughs> I've Every got morning. a cat. Yeah, the cat. True. Yeah. True. The cat gives me three heads up before I wake up. Really? So, you don't keep <laughs> the cat, like, in locked up anywhere? No. No. She's free to roam. Okay. <laughs> yep. Why, why lock well, her Well, so, my cat, which that's her name, M-Y-K-A-T, yep. I named her. Um, <laughs> Mum and dad obviously look after her now that it's their cat. But they have to have <laughs> still this called my cat. They though. have to. They've they've blocked the whole front room as hers, and they've like I, like I I had a chopping board fall on my foot because when I was leaving work I'd used the wrong door and they have they have to sort of create all of these things so the cat can't get in because if they get into she will just like jump on your face and stuff. Ah, uh, yep. So your cat's pretty good. She's pretty good. Yep, she'll jump over you like a rainbow. Okay. Yep. And so the so you get woken up. So you wake up at what so time? So I get a soft awakening by cat disturbances mm-hmm. that don't quite wake me up. And then um, I generally wake between 7 and 8.30 around that time. 7 and 8.30. And then I put on the kettle. Actually, I've done a story about this. 
Um, and then I attend to all the orifices. That's what I call it. it sounds a bit <laughs> vulgar. Wow. So I've got an illustration of this. So I put eye drops in because my eyes get really dry overnight. And then I get Q-tips or cotton tips and clean my ears because it feels waxy I have in the so morning. Many questions and then already. I blow my nose and then I drink water and then I brush my teeth and then I go to the toilet. And then, <laughs> yes, yeah, so I've got say, a very have you, have you got a toilet one no, as well? No, that's the toilet in? metaphor there. It's well, pretty this is a good routine. It's not too out there. It's it's, it's normal. It, Some people it don't normal. do every orifice like I do. Well, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the title of the show. The um, the eye drops. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't take that out of context as yeah. a choice quote. <laughs> <laughs> choice quote. No, we'll animate it. It's going to be great. <laughs> the um, the eye drops. I don't put them in because I worry that I'll then have a um, dependency. Dependency. Because Christian Hull, who we had on the show, yeah. has a nasal. Mm. Uh, yeah. I was going to say nasal douche, but it's not a douche. It's a nasal spray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dependency. Well, I have to because I know my eyes are dry in the morning and I've, my optometrist has drawn a picture for me of what it looks like. Like, regardless, I have this crescent of dryness that looks like a moon shape. Dryness because I don't blink all the way down to my lower eyelid. What does um, that mean? Uh, you can't see it, but if I close my eyes, it doesn't quite touch. Oh, really? Bottom. We could so get it in slow-mo on our camera. Yeah, we could get that in super slow-mo. So after this, we're going to get it on a... The no. <laughs> oh, we've got so my macro flattering. We've got the macro lens in 100 uh, frames per second. That would be cool. Might be able to see it. Right. Um, well, I have to do the uh, to the it. annoying thing of wrapping this up. Let's do it. Well, because we need to get this okay, footage. Well, I'm gonna get need footage. I've got a meeting in five minutes. Uh, danger And land. my word's consistent, so I have to make sure I hit the times that I'm telling people. No, no I appreciate it. It's uh, uh, Danger Lamb, uh, Kim Lamb, thank you for coming on to the podcast. And uh, we should definitely do this more regularly. Yeah, if you Thanks want a, talking to me. a solid 10, 15 minutes of fun, look at the animations, the 100-day challenge that you did. There's 100 there? Well, Is that what I went through? They're, they're illustrated. Sorry, illustrated, yeah. Illustrated, there's 100 yeah, there? There's 100 yeah. there. They're awesome. They're I might have removed a few that I didn't like. but Really? They were too 100. edgy. You, you <laughs> regretted them. The orifice. Me too. The Daily Talk Show, everyone. Hi, thank the Daily you. Talk Show.com if you want to send us an email. We'll see you tomorrow. See you guys. Bye.